by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to the 500th episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage, and over the course of this anniversary show, I'll be playing the music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. think of a better way than starting this week's show off with the sick livers with a little help from therapy's Andy Carnes. This is my denim. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Useless! 
Did I think that back in July 2007, when I first started this podcast, that I'd still be doing it nearly nine years later, racking up 500 episodes? As I said on episode one, I thought it would last a few weeks. To be honest, I didn't really know what to think. Looking back, I guess I do feel slightly disappointed that I've not been snapped up by a proper wage-paying radio station. Mind you saying that, about three or four years ago, I was uh, offered a slot on a bona fide internet radio station, which uh, I'd be doing for free, which wasn't a problem. It was the long list of don'ts, with hardly any do's, that I respectfully forgot to reply to my congratulations. You are now officially a member of blah, 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 radio station email. At least I could do this on my own terms. And the Wall Rock Radio for the East Midlands... Let me play what I like, as long as I can fill up 60 minutes. The only other UK independent radio show that I try and catch, and so should you, is Dave Renegade's Dark Heart of Camden radio show on Wednesday evenings on TBFM. Anyway, enough of me wallowing in self-pity and inflated ego. Here's a Dave Renegade favourite, and Never Shut Up, by Texas Terry Bomb, featuring Mr Wayne, MC5 Kramer. Mine's already been made and she can't be told 
Long-time listeners might recall that Mrs A and myself only jointly enjoy a few bands. Rush, Queen's Rush and Whitesnake off the top of my head. So I was genuinely pleased whilst driving up to West Wickham after last Saturday's show that she said of the CD that I was playing, I like this, good singer. The band in question were the main grains and the CD was the just arrived don't believe everything you think I said a few weeks ago that the band's gig supporting Warriors Soul at the Barfly on the 3rd of June was going to be their debut of course that evening that was the 30th of April to prove me wrong the band actually played their first gig at the Rocking for the Children Charity Festival in Nottingham don't believe everything you think sounds very much like the natural follow-on to the yo-yos upper and downers without sounding like they're trying to. Mrs A commented that the band's um, obviously like the Ramones, which is another band that we both like. Oh, come on, let's face it. If you like your music to have um, guitars, bass, drums and vocals, you're going to like the Ramones. Even my folks are in their late 70s like them. Uh, after I left home, if, in the unlikely event, the Ramones were in the Daily Telegraph, the article was duly cut out and saved for me. Unfortunately, the last was Tommy Ramone's obituary. Here, for your listening pleasure, is The Main Grains and Spend Your Money. And is it just me, or am I the only one who starts humming the Batman TV theme to it?
Johnny Jetson, formerly of the Space Age Playboys, and still a tattooed millionaire, invited me to like the threads on Facebook. I wondered if this was a new band that he had joined. It isn't. It's just a band that he thought would float my boat. A quick visit to the Threads Facebook page had me reading this statement. The Threads are a band of rockers who long for the days of the Tompkins Square riots, squatters on every corner instead of a Starbucks and no fucking bike lanes. All veterans of other sleazy NYC rock outfits, the gentlemen came together to pursue one goal, to create a true and honest rock show which was born out of the frustration of the dying rock and roll scene in Manhattan's Lower East Side. The band got together about 12 years ago, although it wasn't until 2009 that the band shook off a few false starts and really got going. The Thread's debut album, Love and Other Bad Decisions, came out in 2012 and was mixed and mastered by uh, Sammy Yaffa. The band's most and uh, recent release was the uh, In A Good Way EP, which uh, came out in January last year, from which this track has been taken.
was Chump by the Threads. Uh, I've got another Facebook message, but this time from fellow ex Cry Knight, Jim and Tonic from the Soho Turbo Yugen, who asked, Do you cover bands other than the sleazy garage variety? I've recently got a hardcore band up and running, but not sure if we fit your remit. Well, as documented, I do enjoy the likes of Discharge. However, the Hoover Corps, you know what I mean, can't understand a word they are <clears throat> singing, don't do it for me. In a live capacity, I could certainly see the appeal of working off some aggression, but sitting down in the comfort of your own room? Nah. Anyway, I've seen Jim tread the boards a couple of times when Ginge from the Sick Livers gets him up on stage to handle vocal duties for the cover of Turbo Negro's Denim Demon. Jim's band is called Abandoned Cause and along with Mr Tonic features Maxi, Mark and McGee. The band have a six track self-titled EP out on Bandcamp which you can download for free. As uh, with music of this genre, songs are short. The longest on this EP is Thick Bait which lasts a protastically long time of 1 minute and 36 seconds. The shortest is track 2, Headcase at the Blink and You'll Miss It, 55 seconds. But it's the first track, Reality Check, that I'm going to play for your consideration. Hey, Johnny, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? Turbo Negro, I've had two slabs of wax that have disappointed me this week. Special Edition, the second track from Turbo Negro's soon-to-be-released album, has left me wondering what was going on. Up to standard sleeve of a naked young lady's ass with a drawn-on back pocket complete with ruler and pen, which could only have been surpassed if Tony Sylvester had been the model. But it's not a patch on Hots for Nietzsche. It just seems to warrant someone else to give it a thoroughly good remix. The parts are all there, just not necessarily in the right order. Calling out everybody across the nation. I'm getting ready for some special education. Done. I never got my homework done. 
Disappointment Blues was the new Imperial State Electric 12-inch Read Me Wrong. Long-time listeners will be well aware that with every new Imperial State Electric release, I've been warming to them more and more. Basically, because with every new record, Imperial State Electric are one step further away from the helicopters. Unfortunately, with the imminent release of my Mephaphone Creed by the helicopters, my brain can't help but compare the two songs with the helicopters winning hands down if no new helicopters release was forthcoming i'd probably be saying something along the lines of read me wrong sees nick and co reprising their 62 63 beatlesque face great stuff i read that nicky is using the helicopters reunion gig money to fund imperial state electric which i understand but i just wish he would do both I don't care if the helicopters return to being a side project as they originally were. I just want one of my all-time life-changing bands back. (laughs) 
Radio Birdman fly into the UK next month for a few dates. Obviously, I'll be up at the Dome in Tufnell Park on the 26th. No doubt, like last year, the fantastic Citadel box set, which I still haven't got around to purchasing, will have been left back in Australia. I do hope, though, that the 7-inch single that the band released on Record Store Day will be on sale at the merch desk. The two tracks on the single in question aren't exactly new, having been recorded on some downtime at Hot House Studios in Melbourne in 2004, preceding the band's last studio album, See No Beach, by a couple of years, with Ron Keeley still sitting on the drum stool. Both tracks are covers, Buried and Dead, by legendary 60s Australian band The Masters Apprentice, with the B-side Alice Cooper's Ballad of Dwight Fry. Only 1,200 were pressed up, so things aren't looking too good. Can't you see that I'm trying to love you? 
was sad to learn that personal items and effects belonging to the late filthy animal tailor, former motorhead drummer, were being auctioned off. Among the listed items of drumsticks, unseen and unpublished photos dating back to the drummer's pre-motorhead days, early promotional posters for the band's debut album, and even a running order list and script from the band's Top of the Pops performance in 1978. Also up for sale are preamps, turntables, police documents from Taylor's 1976 and 78 arrests, handwritten lyrics, flight cases and various tour and show memorabilia. I felt like his memory was being stripped bare and literally sold to the highest bidder. However, thinking about it, what is family going to do with his possessions? Obviously, items of sentimental value have been retained. I mean, the only option would would be what charity shops or the local dump both of which seem to uh, really do injustice to phil's memory i guess the auction gives fans the opportunity to buy into something from motorhead it's a shame that the estates of lemmy and phil and even wurzel couldn't have got together for a museum of motorhead Just cause you got the 
straight after Motorhead and just because you've got the power doesn't mean you've got the rights from their 1990 rock and roll album you heard the Hydromatics and Earthy from their debut album Parts Unknown the reissue of which you can pick up from Easy Action Records and uh, that was the first track I played on episode one of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show although it was uh, on the uh, White Jazz label in April Hydromatics guitarist Tony Slug alluded to the band reforming I live in hope now the squirrel and myself and friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright were down the pub Wednesday night ignoring each other faces aglow with social media when I spotted on the all things ginger wild Facebook page a photoshop picture of ginger in a wig a dress and heavily made up looking like a cross between D Snyder and Cupid stunt with the words above it hey hello official new singer revealed i showed the picture to the others and we all had a chuckle proclaiming this is what the internet was for for those of you who need bringing up to speed hey hello that featured the aforementioned ginger the rev toshi and i recently lost vocalist number two that'll be hollis from the love zombies on the eve of a uk tour with the hey hello two album featuring the aforementioned hollis on vocals already downloadable from pledge music on the news of the departure, the album was quickly withdrawn, with the band issuing a statement that the vocals would be re-recorded once a new vocalist had been procured. We as fans were able to uh, give our opinion on who that should be, from a short list of five girls and one lad via a vote on Pledge Music. Initially, we were going to find out who would be front and central last Saturday, and that was the 14th of May, future and normal white radio listeners. However... It seems picking the right person would take a few days longer. After two full starts, I think the stakeholders wanted the right person for the job. Turns out that Ginger really is the new singer for Hey Hello. Enlisting the rest of the band in the harmony department. This took me by surprise and I felt a mixture of sadness and excitement. Sad because originally Ginger said that he saw Hey Hello as Abba meets the Sex Pistols, which I thought was going to be brilliant. To wit, I would have loved to have seen Becky Bondage and Bridget West in the dual role, which obviously now isn't going to be. Excited because Ginger isn't going to do a straight re-record of Hey Hello 2. He's adding a couple of tracks, rewriting existing songs to suit his style. As they say, every cloud has a silver Ginger 5 lining, which is loud and fucking clear.
last week's show, I mentioned the Ruts as being one of the great damned support acts. Indeed, the Phoenix of the Ruts, the Ruts DC, supported them at the Roundhouse a couple of years ago. I was never really into the reggae side of the Ruts DC, but yesterday, the band unleashed a fantastic Psychic Attack single, which has been taken from their new album, Music Must Destroy, due out September the 16th. The single sounds a lot like this. been Joey Ramone's 65th birthday on the 19th unfortunately he didn't even make it to his 50th worryingly I am now older than him when he died the Joey Ramone birthday bash 2016 was held at the Webster Hall in New York City on Thursday where the Ramones debut album 
was played in full by a core band of Clem Burke, Cheetah Chrome, Mike Watt and Walt Stack. Other bands performing included The Thread that you heard earlier in the show and from The Dictators, Andy Chernoff, who has written the track Sweet Joey about the guy he knew rather than the icon. The song is available for download and every penny goes to the Joey Ramone Foundation for Lymphoma Research. <laughs> Until next week. Thanks for listening. Here's to another 500 episodes.